0: This is part two of Radio Free Galisteo's interview with Chris Griscom, longtime Galisteo resident and the founder of the Light Institute.
1: You know, it's such a different color palette out here. And it takes a while. It took me, I don't know, ten years of being out here to realize how special and unique it was. Because it's very subtle. It's very subtle. The desert doesn't have all this color, but it's tons of color out here. Tons! In the sky and the land. And new ones. Yes. New colors that are changing and... It really the flowers are coming
2: yeah you know and it's the same is true in the human palette because I use light as the essential for all of my work and our human palette you know has a few central colors but people are beginning to see and perceive and feel frequencies of light that are beyond that and so I see that in nature here you know uh, iridescence or or uh, one time I was in Africa when there was a full eclipse and there were all these scientists there and you could see through a blade of grass and sometimes I see that here. There's a radiance. That depth. There's a depth. There's a radiance. There's, there is there is a living force here. And that will always be there. You can't take it away. But again, we do want to keep our voices. We do want to say this belongs to us and that doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we need to we can't just say, oh, look what they're doing. No, no, no. It's what we're doing.
1: We want to evolve, and we want to keep you know, traditions. I wanted you to talk a little bit about tradition, because tradition technically is doing something more than once yes. or twice. Yes. So to have something that evolves and goes along, how do you think that we can best expand the aesthetics that this desert gives us? Expanded. This is one of those
2: things that nature does eternally, perennially, is to continually repeat. For example, I have been wanting to stop at the, that building that is our little art gallery. La Sala. La Sala. that beautiful Sala. The other day I drove by there, and it was so cold and windy, and I was late for my dog, so I didn't stop. But there was a man who had been out there plastering in the
1: freezing cold... Eternal plastering at La
2: Sala. Well, eternal. I know that. But the point is that there he was in the cold, cold wind, and he cared enough to plaster. So what I'm saying is the way we keep Galisteo is that we... um, for example, there's no stores here. there's no gas stations here we We have been able to eliminate that illusion that that would take us into the future. In the past, we've had um, a gas station. We've had stores and and now we're we're allowing us to be the store we We are the products, we are mm-hmm. the gifts. And so when I passed that guy, I wanted to stop and thank him and say, "You are holding the future, I'm going to stay on your hands. Let us continue, even though my nijoni is Totally a galactic building, but it's tucked away. Uh, earth and sky, that we that we honor that, and that we in every way continually look to the earth to describe. I feel very badly about cutting Christmas trees, even if they're grown, because we need the oxygen that the trees are providing. You know, and it takes a while to grow a new Christmas tree. So what I have, which is a giant sage bush. It's about as big as this table, almost as big as this table. That was my Christmas tree. I got it from Nijoni one day when it was, you know, it's a tumbleweed, and it was blowing. And it, I grabbed it by the bottom of it, and and it literally picked me up by my toes. It was one of those days <laughs> where it was like wind. 50, 60-mile-an-hour winds. <laughs> yeah. And it picked me up by my toes. I felt like Mary Poppins, you know. <laughs> And then it released itself and blew across the grass in Nijoni. And so here I was running through the grass to pick it up. And then I couldn't get it in the car because it was too big. (laughs) It's, It's that energy of looking around and saying, you know, how can I use this or how can I honor this? For example... Some of the cottonwood trees. There's, there are a couple cottonwood trees who are the mothers of all the cottonwood trees here, mm-hmm. and it's one of the reasons that that I have participated in certain places. I've had the gift of being a caretaker for many of the old buildings in Galisteo,
1: and so that's a labor of love. Can, that is a labor of love for is, sure. We can,
2: you know, do something much cheaper and much easier, but uh, it's aesthetic. So what I'm saying is that to look around and, and to really say to yourself, you know, like right now we have the beautiful gold and, uh, of our grasses here. And we have some new grasses that have not, have not come for many years. And, and so people are allergic to them, unfortunately. But so they're weaving, you know, you can feel them moving back and forth. It's so beautiful with the wind here. And then in my work I would say, okay, take that frequency of light and take it into you. It will bring you peace. It will make you feel full. This is how we continue to protect Galisteo, to love it and to um, uphold its energy.
1: Well, one of the things, too, that I think it's very good at teaching, which Priscilla loved, which is the process. The process. So it doesn't have to be done today or tomorrow yes. enjoy the process you that's know? right oh, she I would always that. say just do a little bit of everything yes. that's how you get all of it done that's right you know and just try to enjoy it don't burden yourself with feeling like it has to look a certain way it tomorrow. has to be done yeah or it, has to to be it, won't, it, won't it doesn't do that. even
2: have to be the same in the past yeah. but it has to carry an energy that bespeaks of the true frequencies of this area. The desert has no bottom. It's
1: it's always going to be moving and changing. That's right. We can be a big part of that, I think. Yeah,
2: and so, not to make people upset here, but, you know, one of the things that, that I want to say to all of humanity is we have this idea in our science that they're very invasive species. And I saw in Hawaii how they went and they took down all the invasive species and then the mountain came down. And so what I want to say is that we have to be patient with invasive species because they may be part of the future. The Earth is changing. The Earth, the energies that are coming from the sky, from the cosmos, the lights, uh, the frequencies are changing on planet Earth. Our whole north and south poles are shifting I've seen that for more than 30 years when I've been at the North Pole, that it is not technically where it was always before. It's moving back and forth. And I had an incredible experience of that a few days ago where it just knocked my socks off, and this moving of it. And so what I want to say is, as caretakers, and this is one of the beautiful things about Galisteo, is to think of ourselves as caretakers. Not that it has to be the same as our forefathers, but that it has to be honored. Mm-hmm. and how we honor that, but also how we listen to nature. Yes, we don't, want, we don't want to lose our stream down there, of course, but we also have to balance that with the birds and the wild animals that are down there, because I've lived by that Galisteo River <laughs> <laughs> for 52 years. It changes a lot. It, it changes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's so many ways that we can evolve as a community and as individuals and grow here, but always uh, using a different focal point of how we interact with what is here, the people that come here, the people that are here, and what can be changed. You talk about tradition. I think tradition is very important as a focal point for sense of self, but we misuse it. We misuse it a lot in that we it becomes it becomes an arbitrary, okay, I did this, so therefore I'm the good guy.
1: Well, it's also the crystallization in the body. It, the crystallization, it, yeah. thank
2: you, in the body. Instead of taking what is relevant or what brings your heart or your emotions or your, your whole self into it, instead of just remotely going through the passage of it, so traditions have to be changed, and cultures have to be allowed. I, I wrote this book called The Evolution of God, and I began with the primordial man. How did the primordial beings come up with the concept of God or goddesses, or, or, or many gods, and what did they do with it? You know, And and unfortunately, what came with the first shaman was that sense of you're, you're not going to do it. What came with it is guilt and judgment and blame. Yeah. Because if you were the shaman and it still rained, you could be blamed. So they very (laughs) intelligently and cleverly came up with, well, you guys didn't sacrifice enough, so you need to sacrifice more. Throw those virgins into the cenotes, you know. And so that's an example to me of recognizing that we have to continually use, not our intelligence per se, but our consciousness to explore Uh, what will carry us into an upward spiral of evolution as a species and as a planet. And when I wrote that book, my family was terrified. They thought, you're going to be tarred and feathered. It wasn't that I said so many terrible things, but I did point out a few things that you know, that are coming back because here's the law of karma. It's not simple and black and white. You know, what goes around comes around. They've said it in every religion. Cause and effect, action and reaction. And so everyone was terrified I was going to be tarred and feathered. Some un-
1: unintended consequence, maybe? or, or were they? No, no, intended
2: consequence. So, oh, How okay. you know, <laughs> collateral, collateral, <laughs> collateral damage. <laughs> how dare you say anything about our religion or our God or right. our traditions? Yeah. And what I said, somebody challenged me in a radio program one time who were born-again Christians who felt very strongly. And, and the way I handled that is, I said, tell me what's the most sacred or the most wonderful teaching of how to live your life. And they told me, and I said, And that's how I feel, too. Yeah. You know? Boom. Hmm. We're done with a you're this one and you're that one. But no, here's where we come together. And that's what this year is about. And that's what Galisteo is about. We will always have this land.
1: I've noticed this year that a lot of the healers and a lot of people that are in alternative medicine and whatnot really want to try and raise the vibration this year. Like, that's the focus of it. And use the platform that COVID happened and everybody had to kind of hit a wall. Not everybody, but for us we didn't really even notice it till Well
2: in Galisteo we hardly <laughs>
1: noticed well, it. Yeah, yeah, artists, until we everybody. couldn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <was> kind of <laughs> mean
2: Ah one of the Nijoni statements. I love that you say that, Captain Captain my captain. <laughs> I love that. I will always remember that that movie where they stood up and said, Captain my captain, and it inspired me so much. So we used to have a t shirt at Nizhoni that said, Freedom comes from within. It's not about whether you can leave or not. It's about how you find freedom wherever you are mm-hmm. and whoever you are. You know, And it's, it's so easy again to say, dang, those guys, they're telling us we have to wear masks or we have to do this. Instead of, can I do this for the good of the whole? Even if I don't agree with it, it's not going to kill me. Mm-hmm. I can do it. I will do it. But I will do it with my consciousness, you know, because, for example, in my focus of healing, I would say, do everything that they say and do something inside. Mm-hmm. That makes the difference. Freedom comes from within.
0: As we're getting close to winding up, Denise had written down two of her favorite teaching quotes from, from you. And do you want to read them?
1: These were both of them. Uh, well, we'll start with one, which was really the roadmap to... A lot of how I decided to change my world, and also, I think it's a roadmap for even Radio Free Galisteo, which is you can't change the world. You told me this many years ago. Mm -hmm. I think I was whining about something, and you said to me, you can't change the world, but you can create your own. Yes. And also to just focus on, like, beauty is really, really important to me and really important to my family. Beauty is something like you every day you must contribute something that's beautiful because we're artists and that could be anything and you could take things that are ugly and try to make them beautiful so it had a profound effect on me of try to stop going one direction and just think about what I could do like where I was empowered and what I wanted to create which is can be terrifying absolutely that blank canvas can be scary yes it can it can
2: But it is also exciting, and it brings you into the deepest resources that are available to you, the potential that you have. It's a blank canvas, but it's awaiting you. And you know it's there, and that's part of the tension, is you know it's asking you to bring it forward. Just like when I I have a book that's called Rock Spirits, and I've taken photographs of, of the spirits of rocks around the planet and i learned that i had to ask their permission but that they were i asked them if they wanted to be seen because humans needed to see that there were these stories here that's part of that that kind of energy of creating your own life is that you create your own world and you make it beautiful because that takes you from what's wrong to what's evolving Because it is that process that you were talking about. You're going to use the art of the self. You're going to use the art of your potential to design something that is cohesive and you look at that and you relate to it rather than the blast from the outside world that sometimes do it. But you can respond, and I think this is very important. So you have your own life. You create your own life, what is beautiful for you. But you must realize that it's never separate, from the outside world. And that's what Nijoni, Nijoni, the beauty way, and the Light Institute is about. How we use our lives and we begin to recognize that, that everything about you is radiating from you, whether you're aware of it or you are not. Take your own life But give something to the outside world. If you see that it's it's like right now, it seems so negative and so dangerous and so confusing. And why are these people thinking this way, etc., etc.? You want to respond to that not react to it but respond to it and you can respond to it with the focus of your consciousness that gives an energy I call it seeding it's one of my favorite words choice responsibility and seeding I would say are, are kind of my three favorite words and so seeding means that by the way you live your life that's all you have that's one of the things that my higher self taught me you only have how you live your life mm-hmm. But know that how you live your life echoes out into the world. And so when you see a, a difficulty, like if you're hearing the news and this terrible thing has happened, the way we would do it at the Light Institute, we would hold that in our mind's eye, and then we would ask what frequency of light, because everything that is, comes from the unmanifest, this is science, comes from the unmanifest to the manifest, is done through light frequencies. And so then we would say, what is the color that you need to be able to uplift yourself, or to be free of that, or to or to uh, include a, a bigger perspective. And then you imagine that you're pulling it from the cosmos, never through you, and you extend it out to others. And then you go about your life. And that allows you to be at peace with the outside world because you were purposeful. You had a destiny, you had a purpose, you gave something to the and outside And is that where
1: your other quote, which I love, which is the powers and the giver,
2: and what that means is that, that you came here to give.
0: This is Radio Free Galisteo. Music and information from the Galisteo Basin. Radio Free Galisteo is listener supported. Go to www.radiofreegallisteo.com and click on our Patreon support button to become an active supporting member of Radio Free Galisteo.
2: Every person, whether you're the drunkard with your face in the, in the ground, you're the starving child in Africa, th- there is a cosmic and a spiritual purpose for any choice of those kinds of existences that cause us to uh, give us the seed to reflect on something in a different way. So that... Your life itself is being the giver. The giver has the power because when you, it's its all about the laws of energy, the direction of energy. When the energy comes through you and out, whether you're loving someone or you're loving your dog or, or whatever it is, when your energy flows out through you, this is this is Chinese medicine as well, huh. you know, all, of, all of yeah. that stuff. <laughs> um, and that's what it was. That's what they figured out 6,000 years ago. Huh. Use that tan shove your energy out mm-hmm. and it will make a difference outside you. So it's whether we're the victims, the world is over- overwhelming us, or whether we are bringing a cosmic energy in our sense of, I'm here. That's what we used to say about Nijonis. You can tell a Nijoni a mile away because they have an energy that says, whatever it is, I'll figure it out. I can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I am here, you know, and that's, a, that's what the giver is. That's the power of the giver, it's uh, to, to choose to give something. And it was so sweet that uh, my son-in-law gave me a, an adjunct to that. He said, the gift that keeps on giving. He, he had wanted to give something to me, and I didn't want to take it because I was trying to give him the gift. And he said, no, 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 it's the gift that keeps on giving. I'm giving it to you. You give it on, you know. And it was that's been very inspiring, to realize that the giver has the power. So you have the power to to give with your consciousness, to give with your body, to give with your intellect, to give with your art, to give with your presence in all the ways that you never think of. Sure. And I know that, you know, when I go to the mall or I'm getting my, uh, my car or something or other, you smile at someone, you, you touch someone, you make a joke, you know. I'm always yakking with people wherever I am to make them smile, and it's 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 teaching me. I've had to learn to be funny. I haven't been very funny today, but believe me, I can be funny. <laughs> I'm especially funny in Spanish, by the way. Which is, I was one of the people, one of the first people that, that uh, took it to the government of New Mexico to say, "You bring back bilingual education." Absolutely, and yeah. I I stood on that, and I wanted my children to grow up bilingually, and anyway. So in, in Spanish, they call me la graciosa, which means, you know, the funny one, the, the charming <laughs> one. I'm very funny in Spanish. And in English, I'm not so funny. But it's that, it's that idea, you know, that just your presence, you never know, and you don't need to know. It's like, it's not keeping score. Did I do this good thing? Am I sure. going to get to heaven because I did all these good things? No, it has nothing to do with that. It's the joy, the giver has the power, to smile at someone and make them smile back. And so talking about... Um, you know, coming back from war or being a warrior. There's a way to be a warrior, that is a warrior in this way. It's a warrior that changes. What are you doing in a war? You're trying to change somebody's reality. You know, do what I want you to do, or stop doing what you're doing for the good of the whole. That's what that's what it is about. You can do that in many ways in your life, and it, once you realize that you can do that, and then it balances it so that you don't have to feel you know, I got too carried away or what, it doesn't matter. In my, in my perspective, and this is I I've talked about this for, again, 66 years, there is a relationship between the victim and the victimizer. And we don't understand that. We can't understand it from from where we look at it now. Because we say, this is right and this is wrong. And then you identify with what you think is right, but the other guy thinks that's what's wrong. And then we just continue that. What we need to know is that it's all a process. Mm-hmm. It's all an evolution, and that evolution will continue. And so it's not what you did or what you didn't do, but it's how you carry that energy and evolve and learn from, I may have forced you to do this or or not, but I can show you because of who I am. So it's who we are now that creates the foundation of what we can What we can create. When we say what will happen to Galisteo, we will happen to Galisteo. Mm -hmm. It's up to us. It's not up to anybody coming here. It's up to us. And that's what's fantastic about what you guys are doing. Because, again, you are bringing a fabulous and powerful, talk about power, powerful tool that helps Galisteños be able to say, yeah, I'm a part of that. Well, all right, I, that. I believe
1: in the light and the sound. And so the sound seems to be like what's working now because of the limited interaction with people. But I think the vibration of sound. Yes, and it is. we want to be a catalyst for some of the good news that's out there. That's right. We're all <laughs> loving it.
2: Oh, good. It's, it's good to you. know what's going on, but it's especially good to go, wow, this is happening, or, or that happened, or whatever that is. And then, you see, again, mm. it, here's another one of my... My teachings are my higher self-teachings. What happens to you happens to me. I learned this in Chernobyl because I was in Russia right after Chernobyl when they were washing down the streets. It's a wonder I'm alive right now. Mm. I've been there several times, and I can talk about that forever. But it was really an interesting awareness for me to begin to see. First of all, I knew about Chernobyl, and I learned it from the birds and in uh, Arizona. they They began to do this thing. And I tuned into that, and they said, "There's a great disturbance across the planet, because you see, if there's a radio, radioactive energy or radiant energy, there's no stopping it. There's nobody that isn't touched by that. And so we have to say, okay, how do we adapt? When we talk about change or any of that, it's about how we adapt. Yeah. It's not how we beat our breasts, you know, or or any of those things. It's about how we adapt and how we use what we have." Which is our consciousness to alter what we can alter, and know that's enough. Sure, that's what I want to see people do when they die—to to know. A lot of people are dying right now, and I—and they talk about how you know this person died alone. I promise you, they didn't really die alone. They didn't have their family yet. There, you may think family is everything, and I do, of course, having six children. <laughs> but it's not. We have all kinds of beings. When I perform ceremonies of passage um, one of the things that I always say is that this person, or if you're helping somebody to die, for example I will say to them, go home to those that love you. Go home to those that are waiting for you. And I've been with hundreds of deaths in my lifetime I've been present. From babies to old people to all kinds of things. Torture, I've been in Bolivian prisons all of it And one of the things that I notice is that when people die, very often, they perceive the presence of energies, not just angels, you know, but people they know. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not alone. None of us are alone in life. And so uh, one of the things, we can talk for a second about potential body helix of enlightened health, is to say that I hope with all my heart that through this experience that we're having now and in the future, that I would I would with all my soul and heart want to seed into human consciousness that it's time to let go of disease, to let go of accidents, to let go of the violence to the physical body, and to come to a place where our consciousness could actually embrace this this awareness, I'm done now. I can go. Because you do go someplace. Yeah. And I've been those places. And so, I, at least for me, I can say they exist. And uh, let's, let's recognize that, like the perennial earth itself, life and death, it's a cycle. You die, you're born, you die, you're born, you die, you're born, as does the, does the grass, as do the Thank flowers. Thank goodness
1: for that cycle. That, Thank I'm goodness.
2: Account. And Thank if goodness. people could begin to understand that, we could perhaps use our lives better, not be so afraid of dying or death. I, of course, don't want pain. Yeah, nobody <laughs> Let's does. Let's get rid of the pain. But the dying itself, you've done it before. It's one of the amazing things about our work at the Light Institute that once you've seen five, ten lifetimes, I, I always go, how did you die? How did you die? You know, Because it's very important to clear away, to release from your cellular memory that imprint so that you don't do it again. And that's the evolution of consciousness that I'm looking for. That we begin to use our bodies, not as this, this is just blood and bones. No, it's not just blood and bones. <laughs> it's not. It's holding, it's holding your forefathers in here. It's holding a lot of stuff spirits, the that, that you can't even... You, <laughs> not just their spirits, but their experiences. Hmm. Their experiences. That's why you asked why I chose Galistea. Who knows how many of my forefathers have walked in this place. I recognize this place. Everybody recognizes places where they go. They either feel comfortable or they don't feel comfortable at all, you know, and our stories are millions of years old. Millions of years. Just you know, science says that the breath of the first human is still in the atmosphere. Well think about what you could do with that breath. Hmm. I'll take an Einstein breath. I'll take a great musician's breath. I'll take all that good Beautiful stuff. breath. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll take a Mahatma breath. <laughs> and give that gift that keeps on giving, the power of the giver. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we've all found our way to Galisteo. How do people find their way to you and the Light Institute? Is there a website address or a particular
2: well, there is the Light Institute at yeah. lightinstitute.com. Okay. Uh, you can go straight to... I have a private YouTube that's for one of my projects. It's called Global Echelon. And in Global Echelon, is a spe- specific group who really feels that they have a destiny that's global destiny. So we work on ourselves with exercises in consciousness, and then we turn that around, just like we do in our meditations every week, and we extend that out into the world. And I think it really gives people a sense of of laughter, of purpose, of lightness that, you know, we're gonna, we can get through everything, everything. So I have this Echelon, uh, that which is a private YouTube, and then I have my public YouTube, and I'm really hoping that one of these days we'll talk about books. Uh, I would love to take all of those questions that have come from around the world and answers and put them into form, a writing form, because what people ask they always ask things. Sometimes it's kind of about what's happening to them, but it's but it's global. I hope that all the people that are listening to that will just tap in, you know, to the meditations and the meditations. You can go through the meditation or you can spend as long as you want or you, or you can go straight to the knowings part, you know, and listen to the questions and put your own questions in there. And they're so illuminating and they're, they're just lovely for me because, of course, when I'm in that meditative state, I'm just letting my higher self just give a little, like, <laughs> A little inspiration that says, ha, you know, ha, let's look at why this is happening and, and look at who you are and what <laughs> can you do with that and wow, life is good, life is good. It's it's kind of funny, somebody wrote a book about me and so in, I actually was known in Europe before I was ever, anybody ever saw anything here and uh, my first books were actually written in German before they were written in English and people found me that way. And once that happened, I decided to do the Institute. And so it's easy to find me, of course, with, with modern technology. You can just use my name and go to YouTube or whatever. And, and I love, again, like you, I love being able to, instead of having my which I also loved, my meditations in Galisteo and this beautiful sphere that I have there. You know, so few people, and especially with you, asking questions that take my breath away and allow, allow that energy to come between us and around us. But to be able to, to do a meditation and then blast it across the whole planet, it's it's so exciting for me when people ask questions and they're coming from Africa and they're coming from Far East and they're coming from the Middle East and they're coming from everywhere, islands and you know, not just the United States and it makes me so happy so it's very easy to find the Light Institute and again, you know I would say I am only a template I always said to my children, I can follow my face and be wrong it doesn't hurt anything That's what. when you know that it makes it easy to say I'm sorry or whoops I'll change that. I'll go on from that. It's easy again it's not about me as you said a moment ago. it's not about me at all. Uh, I live my private little life. you know I go out every day, barefoot and walk my land and the sky to talk to you and my beautiful dogs and all of those things and, and uh, that's why I will live and die in God's day.
0: You've been listening to Chris Griscom, who is a longtime Galisteo resident and the founder of the Light Institute here in Galisteo. And for Radio Free Galisteo, I'm John Shannon.
1: And I'm Denise Lynch.
0: Thanks, Chris. Oh, I
2: played. So, that impressive. was so fun. That was so fun. Thank you with all my heart, oh. both of you. Really oh. good.